Welcome to the Resilient Life Hacks podcast. Join host Liz Myers and her guests as they explore resiliency through the lens of personal stories. Tune in weekly for inspiration and doable life hacks to overcome adversity and thrive in life. The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed by guests of this show are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Elizabeth or Resilient Life Hacks Ministries. Welcome back to another episode of the Resilient Life Hacks podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Myers, and I'm here today with Corenda Dion. She's an author and a motivational speaker and a coach and just an all-around impressive lady, and she's going to share her wisdom and knowledge with us here today. Thank you so much for joining us. Ah, Elizabeth, thank you for having me. I am excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing more of your story. I know your tagline says that you're a change agent and that you encourage people when life gives you lemons, don't make lemonade, take aim. So ah. I'm really curious about what that means and, and how we can do that. <laughs> Elizabeth, first of all, you have made my day. Absolutely. <laughs> I am always excited. I always get excited and overjoyed to talk about taking aim and throwing those lemons back. And it is a challenge because when you go through hurt, it's hard sometimes to uh, be resilient. It's hard sometimes Mm -hmm. to believe in yourself again. And one thing that I've learned, you know, I've, I've had a great support system. I have a family that loves me. We are, you know, we are that touchy feely, tell you every day I love you. But mm-hmm. until you create that space, until you create that opportunity to forgive yourself and mm-hmm. to make that choice to say, yes, um, I'm hurting. Yes, I messed up. <laughs> yes, I have gone through some uh, some changes and challenges that um, really have just discouraged me. But I'm ready to take aim, meaning mm-hmm. I'm ready to change my thought process. I'm ready to take risks and I'm ready to deliver a new me. Mm, I like that. Just taking ownership of what is and and pushing ahead to what will be in the future. I love that. So can you give us a little background of how, how did you learn these life lessons or where, where did that resilience come from in your life? Usually it comes from people going through stuff. (laughs) Uh, Yes, Elizabeth. Absolutely. (laughs) And, And what makes me so passionate is because I'm not teaching or empowering or giving information on something that I haven't done myself. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up, I I was bullied in school and mm-hmm. it really affected my choices in friendships and relationships. Mm-hmm. So people would tell me all the time, oh, you're so pretty. Oh, you know, but inside I didn't feel that way because mm-hmm. I, I could not establish healthy friendships and relationships. Mm -hmm. And so it really affected me. So I I felt that I had to beg and kind of buy people's Mm -hmm. approval and wanting to be my friend, you know, wanting to just see that, hey, I'm a good person. Hey, I'm Mm -hmm. a good friend. Get to know me. And that is unfortunate because what happens is that you lose focus Mm -hmm. of you And everything now becomes centered around what you think other people want or what you think is going to please somebody else. And it it grows very tired. But Mm -hmm. I went through that. And again, it really affected my friendships and relationships. And I didn't make really good choices. I went through two divorces and both of them were not easy. But one of the things that it helped me to learn is to really get to know Corinda, 
right? Mm-hmm. When are you going to really draw the line in the sand, mm-hmm. right? And say, who is Corinda? Why does Corinda exist? What are the strengths and the weaknesses of Corinda? And will you love her? Will you love all of her so you can be a better person going forward? And so what I stopped doing, Elizabeth, was being dismissive and I stopped pointing the finger at others and started really taking self-inventory. Very, very, very important. Mm -hmm. And one other thing I'll add is that um, grief can also be something that causes you to make decisions that are not profitable, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I had a very untimely, the untimely death of my baby brother. Mm-hmm. I, and when that happened, oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, every decision was coming or was being based on emotion or feeling or temporal satisfaction. And mm-hmm. so learning how yeah. to give room to cry, to feel that, mm-hmm. to go to counseling and get stronger in the grieving process, all of those things make a difference. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry for your loss, but I know that really those kinds of things develop strength and and character. And I can see it in your life and in your enthusiasm. And I, you know, I've been there too, after I I lost my son in the second trimester of pregnancy and I really struggled with depression for years afterwards, but just that mindset of thinking things that are unhealthy and making decisions that are unhealthy because they're coming from such a place of brokenness and and twistedness. And really there were a lot of things that helped me, but one of them was definitely getting a hold of my thoughts and, and what I was thinking and what I was telling myself. So yeah, what you're sharing speaks to me too, because I've experienced (laughs) that as well. Yes, yes, it is difficult and it's real, you know, and as women, you know, a lot of times, It's unfortunate, but, you know, we have this persona or this feeling that we always have to have it all together all the Mm -hmm. time. And, you know, there are times and it's just, it's just not going to happen. It's (laughs) not going to happen. And it's okay. It really, really, really is okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. I think we, we set ourselves up for frustration sometimes because it's like, you know, I want to cook like this friend and I want to have a home like that friend. And, mm-hmm. you know, my kids dress cute and well behave like that friend and, you know, do crafts or whatever, like this friend. And it's nobody's doing all of it. We, we put this pressure on ourselves to do all of it, but everybody who's doing something amazing, there's something that they're not doing. You know, I think we forget to remind ourselves that of, yeah, she's amazing at that. And that's awesome. But there's other things she's not doing that I'm amazing at, and I'm amazing at something and I'm not doing this other thing. And that. That's good. It's so, so <laughs> we need true. each other. Yes, we need each other. And if we can minimize the comparison piece mm-hmm. and extend more of the compassion piece, it would just make such a difference, you mm-hmm. know. But we have that tendency, and it and it and it's almost like it's natural. You have to be so sensitive to it because before you realize it, that seed can be planted, and you know you're comparing yourself or trying to measure yourself to someone or what they're doing or what you think that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And you've got to be so careful about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I really do feel when we extend more compassion and appreciate the gifts that we bring and the energy that Mm -hmm. we portray, it will, it will just be a a much better, better, better place. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And that's hard sometimes to focus on using the gifts we have instead of focusing on the gifts I'd rather have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a writer naturally. That's what I enjoy doing, but I've always wanted to be a singer. I don't know. Are you familiar with Mandisa, the singer? I think so. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. 
Yeah. She's a soprano and I'm, I'm not, but I try to sing along with her in the car. My kids give me such a hard time. They're like, mom, you are so not Van Diesel. But that is right. <laughs> When building a resilient life, the first step Liz coaches people to take is to spend time daily with God. When you seek God consistently, he will show you the best next step for your journey. If you'd like a peek at how Elizabeth connects with God regularly, download her free prayer guide and journal at elizabethmyers.me forward slash prayer guide. You can now have the same journal Elizabeth uses every day and make it your own. I want to share this quote. I, I'm a big football fan and I'm a big Baltimore Ravens fan. I'm from Baltimore. And so um, this was the time close to the Super Bowl. The Ravens, we did not make it. But the big hoopla was around Tom Brady making his 10th appearance to the Super Bowl. And, you know, I really respect Tom Brady. I'm, I'm not I've never been like a big fan of New England Patriots or the new team he's with. But mm-hmm. point. He, he, had, he said this quote in an interview, and I thought it was very powerful. He said that he makes every play within his limitation. And I was mm. like, wow, that's mm. big. He didn't say I make every play outside of my limitation or doing something that is not comfortable for me. But he actually said, I make every play within my limitation. Mm. So he recognizes what his limitation is but maximizes and what he can do and how he can perform and perfect what he can do well. Mm-hmm. And that just spoke volumes yeah. to me. I said, ah, I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have some teenagers in our home, you know, and trying to kind of disciple and coach young adults into, you know, what do you want to do next? Where do you want to go or, yeah. or what have you? And I've been encouraging some of them, you know, just try something because sometimes realizing that's not what I want, that helps you identify what you are supposed to be doing or, or where you do fit if you kind of process of elimination, (laughs) you can rule things out. Yeah, it's true. And, and you know what, Elizabeth, that's a great point because what can happen is there can be this, this, this new discovery and where you're not in this comfort zone or in this routine of things, but you're doing something new, which is creating a whole new atmosphere, an entire new environment and energy for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So I, I checked out your website. I love the image where you're holding the lemons and I don't know if somebody's actually throwing them at you or if that was cropped in later, but, uh, and you mentioned it, you know, taking the lemons that life gives us and, and throwing them back. So can you describe like in life, what does that, what does that look like? What does it mean to, to take the lemonades, the, I'm sorry, the lemons and take aim? Yeah. You know what it means? It means being 100% honest and transparent and vulnerable. So if you went through a part of your life where there was depression, own that, right? Mm-hmm. Not not try to, you know, add sugar and make it feel like, oh, I just had a bad day. No, if you really mm-hmm. were going through that season or that time of depression, really take ownership of it and say, okay, depression, I see you. Depression, here you are. Mm-hmm. Depression, I'm not afraid to say your name. However, you can't mm-hmm. stay here. You can't live here. You can't dwell here. You can't take ownership here. No, you're not welcome Mm -hmm. here. So here are the steps that I'm willing to take to make sure I throw you back, right? So if it is 
hooking up with a counselor, if it is writing a gratitude list daily, if it is doing something new that you haven't done before, mm-hmm. if it is forgiving yourself and others, if it is, you know, carving out time that you take for you and not having this pressure of feeling like you have to spend a lot of money to do it, but, you know, running you a, a wonderful bubble bath and just sitting there and just taking notice of your space and, and appreciating your life and the breath that you breathe. But it's taking full ownership of, okay, this is what's happening, but I'm also taking ownership of what's next. And so that's Mm. what taking aim is, is all about. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that forward thinking, you know, that's where hope comes from, you know, the hope that it won't always be this way or that there will be something better in the future. But I experienced that too, you know, being depressed. And for years, I just tried to hide it. I tried to pretend I tried to sweep it under the rug and I was stuck. It wasn't until I acknowledged it and, and said to people, Hey, I think I'm depressed and I think I need help. And that's when I could start healing. But until I was willing to admit it and label it, I was just stuck. So I I agree 100% with you. Exactly. And I'm, and and, you know, my passion is, Hey, don't let these lemons drown you. Don't let these lemons overtake you. No, you know, it may take time, but you do have the fortitude. You do have the strength. You Mm -hmm. do have faith and you do have the forgiveness to throw them back. Mm. You really do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's day by day, just yeah. Start somewhere. One, one lemon at a time. <laughs> one lemon at a time, Elizabeth. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> or or if they're big lemons, it might just be one slice at a time. You know, just whatever <laughs> whatever you can toss. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So as a recovering perfectionist myself, I'm intrigued by the title of your book about is it perfect patty messes up? Is it perfect patty messed up? Yes, okay. yes, yes. <laughs> All right. So tell us a little bit more about that. Oh my gosh. Perfect Patty. What can I say about Perfect Patty? You know, I, I, I was Perfect Patty and there are times I still have to be mindful of Perfect Patty. You know, she'll try to rise up. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was this placing again, unnecessary pressures on myself and feeling that I wasn't even qualified unless everything appeared perfect. And it is a hard lifestyle when mm-hmm. you are trying to portray to others that you have it all together and life is great, you know, at its 100% peak all the time. And there's so much going on in the inside of you. So, so Perfect Patty Messed Up is a devotional that's going to get to the heart of Perfect Patty because, you know, from the outside looking in, she's like, I'm good, right? But mm-hmm. There is this time where Perfect Patty sits still and when she's by herself, most times she's either, she can be either crying or just uncomfortable or just uneasy because she knows that she's dealing with things and uh, she feels that in her heart. So the book really helps to speak to the heart of Perfect Patty, not the image of Perfect Patty because she Mm -hmm. has pack. So Mm -hmm. it speaks to the heart of Perfect Patty and it gets her to open up. Right. And it gets her to ultimately accept that, yes, you know what? I did mess up and I did fail in this particular area, but this is what I've learned from Mm, that. And let her know the beauty of the journey. 
mm-hmm. instead of trying to make this journey perfect in her own right. But it's the beauty of the journey, the ups and the downs. So it's like having your own personal journal, you know, mm-hmm. hard to share the book because I have places where you need to write and mm-hmm. you uh, really be honest with yourself. And so it's it's like your own little journal. It's mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. I'll have to get me one of those yes. <laughs> for sure. Cause I, yeah, I've struggled with the perfectionist thing. You know, if I can't get it absolutely right the first time, then I don't want to do it. And that's just such a limiting belief to oh. think that. And it's just so it crazy, but I, just like you said, I've been trying to focus more on what can I learn? Like the, there's not really a failure unless I, I quit trying or I just exactly. don't learn anything from it and give up, you know, but anytime I try something and mess up, I learn a lot of things <laughs> you do. and then I, you I do a little things. better the next time. So, yes, yes. And, and the thing is, you know, as women, we are full, Elizabeth, we are full with so much wisdom, but how will that wisdom ever be communicated if we can't be honest? Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. We got to be honest for that wisdom to blossom. So, right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and I feel like to being honest about our stories is for me anyway, that's just really opened up a door to help others and to minister to others. When I was hiding what I was struggling with, that didn't help anybody. And, and I already told you I was stuck. It didn't help me either. <laughs> but you know, when I open up and I say, Hey, this is where I've struggled. I, I've been floored with how many people say, Oh, me too. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've struggled with that also, or I'm struggling with something like that now. And then we can have a real conversation and, you know, I can come alongside someone and say, Hey, this, this is okay. You're not alone. And, you know, here's some things that you can try or some support, or I'll just yeah. chat with you, or I'll just pray with you or, you know, whatever you need. When I was hiding it, you know, I didn't have any camaraderie or closeness with anybody. But when we open mm-hmm. up and and just say, hey, we're a bunch of messed up, imperfect people. Let's just love each other anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you exactly. know, then there's healing exactly. in that. It is. It is. And I didn't even realize like how robotic I've started becoming. You know, mm-hmm. it was like the same phrase, the same verbiage, the, mm-hmm. you know, same facial expression. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we don't realize, you know, either physically or emotionally how bad we're hurting till we start feeling better. And, um, I know I was in that situation. I'd been depressed for so long. I didn't really, that was just my normal, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. like a fish doesn't know it's wet. It's always in the tank. um, When I started getting counseling, I started a new rejuvenated relationship with God. And I started a new health program and I also got on uh, medication and antidepressant. And like the week after that, mm-hmm. I was playing with my toddler and I was like, I actually feel playful. Like I'm not faking it. Very and that just cute. struck me of like, I didn't realize that I had been faking it, but in my mind, I'm like, yeah. okay, a good mom wants to play with her toddler. So I want to be a good mom. Therefore I should play with my toddler, but I wasn't feeling it. But right. this time I'm like, I actually feel like I want to play with my baby, you yes. know, yes. and, uh, and it, I didn't realize it until I felt better. And then looking back, I went, oh, wow, I was even more messed up than I thought I was. Yeah. Yeah. But wow, what a powerful, powerful mm-hmm. story. And your podcast in itself is just amazing because it's really being that platform and that voice. So other women know, okay, I'm not in this by myself. Mm -hmm. I can take a deep breath and literally exhale and, you know, grow and, and know that better days are ahead Mm -hmm. because they they are, they are. Yeah. Yeah. 
definitely. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about how you use your wisdom and your skills in, in coaching and in mentoring others. And what, is, what does that look like? How do you be a change agent for other people? Yeah, for me, being a change agent is literally being an open book. You know, there was a time in my life where it was like being an open book. Who? Me? Never. <laughs> uh, you may need to go watch a show yeah. on Oprah for that. I'm, I'm not that yeah. girl, right? Yeah. <laughs> but being a change agent is now being that open book, right? Mm -hmm. And really understanding that the wisdom that I have did come through pain, mm -hmm. but now I am at a safe place and a healthy place where I can speak to it so that it can help someone else, right? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you can speak to something, but because you're not healed or you're not in a safe place, you're going to do more damage to that mm -hmm. person. Good. Right. But now that I'm in a place where it's safe, I can be open, right? Mm -hmm. The healing has taken place. The wisdom can flow and the the openness can flow and the ideas for what will work next can flow. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's really about mindset as well. Being a change agent to me goes much, much further than, you know, an emotion, right? I want your mind to shift. Mm -hmm. I want you really to be challenged to do something different, not do something that's comfortable or the same or the cycle, but to do something different in order to break some things that need to be broken. And being that heart of compassion to say, I'm here, even when that brokenness, like when you feel it coming, when you, mm -hmm. when you realize that that breaking point is there, being that heart of compassion to say, hey, I got you because I've been there. I yeah. know, I know, I know, I know. Mm -hmm. So being a change agent for me is that mental shift, you know, that challenge to mentally say, mm -hmm. I am ready to choose better. I'm ready mm -hmm. to choose better. And so a lot of what I do in, in the, you know, conversations or the keynote speaking or the workshops, it really gets to the mindset of people to make them think, okay, why am I doing what I'm doing? And what is it that I need to do different in mm -hmm. order to be better, a better yeah. person for people? Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes we just get in a rut or get on autopilot and we don't think about what we're thinking about <laughs> and we don't realize yeah, how much that, that's affecting us. But I, I really like how you share that of just, you know, own where you're at and where you've been and, you know, maybe what part you had in getting there, you know, sometimes yeah. we're in a bad spot because we messed up and sometimes it's because something outside of our control happened. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And that, but then just to take, not to stay stuck there, to take responsibility and in spite of whatever things have been done wrong to you or by you just to move forward, just yeah. to decide I, I'm not going to stay stuck here. Like you said, drown in the lemons, you know, exactly. I'm, I'm going to toss them back. Be, you know what that reminds me of is that story about the, I think it was a donkey that got thrown in a well, they were going to bury it alive or something. And oh, they kept really? scooping dirt in on top of it and it would shake off the dirt and step up. And I then love they took it. Dirt on it. Shake off the dirt and step up. And eventually it, it just got out of the hole where somebody else was trying to bury it. I don't know that that's an actual story. It's, I think it's just an illustration, but um, <laughs> I don't know why anybody would bury a donkey alive. That's a strange thing to do. But I love that of just, you know, when life is throwing stuff at you and trying to yeah. wonder, just shake it off and step up, shake it off, step up, you know. Shake it off and step up. I love that, Elizabeth. I'm going to have to use that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't come I up like with it. it. I heard it somewhere else, but I can't remember where. So. 
So, all right. Great. (laughs) So if I'm sure that we'll have many listeners who will want to connect with you, you know, I just, I love your enthusiasm and your energy and you can see here the compassion coming through in your voice for people. And, you know, you just feel like a safe person to work through stuff with and, but still a motivator and an encourager and not just, Oh, they're there. That's too bad. I'm sorry. But you know, that you're going to inspire people to push forward and, and to take that next right step for them. So if they want to get connected with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Sure. Absolutely. And thank you, Elizabeth, again, this has been Mm -hmm. just a great, great time together. Um, Please be sure to connect with me. My website is corindadion.com and you can find information. I'm on also, every social media platform under Corinda Dion LLC. So you can find me there Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, I'm there. Um, as well as you can feel free to email me personally at admin at corindadion.com and let's connect. If you've got lemons, and I'm sure <laughs> somewhere you do, <laughs> everybody's got lemons. <laughs> Hello, you got lemons. I am your girl. I am your agent, your change agent. So yes, definitely connect with me. (laughs) Yes. Okay. That's awesome. And I will put all those links in the show notes. So if you're out and about listening to this podcast somewhere, please check online and you can just click the links and it will take you to those places. So you can connect with Crendon. Thank you so much for joining us today. This has been such a delight talking to you and hearing the power and the passion of your story. Thanks, Elizabeth. Thank you again. You have been listening to Resilient Life Hacks with Liz Myers. The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed by the guests of this show are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Elizabeth or Resilient Life Hacks Ministries. To learn more and download your free guide to Liz's top 20 Resilient Life Hacks, go to resilientlifehacks.com. Subscribe now so you never miss the life hacks you need to live the life you want.